Hello and welcome to Generation Mix. This is the podcast where a father and a son review the CDs the dad's been making for the son for the last four years or so. I'm the dad, I'm Neil. I'm son, I'm Joel. And today on episode 13, if you thought we were looking at the music of Phil Collins, you'd be wrong. Because what we're actually going to be looking at is movie songs. Whoa. You don't need to act surprised. You know what we were going to be listening to. (laughs) So this CD was a compilation of songs that are very much associated with the movie from which they came. But I was trying to make sure that they were originally for that movie rather than, say, for example, the brilliant song Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison wasn't written for the film Pretty Woman, although it took its title from the song. But some songs from that particular soundtrack were. Or like one of the Guardians of the Galaxy songs, because those are all... Oh, yeah, the the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack is another good example, because they're all um, mixtape songs. Yeah. I didn't quite hit the mark I was hoping. So there are two songs on here that, when I put them on here, I didn't know weren't written for the film that they came from, but they are very much indelibly associated with their respective films so I think I've got away with it which ones are those well we'll get to them when we get to them okay so let's dive in with the first one which was a massive number one hit single in the 80s from the film Rocky 3 and it's Eye of the Tiger by Survivor I think you're going to enjoy most of this CD from my memory if you're listening to it. It's very varied anyway, but yeah, I have the tiger, just a cracking rock song. With the eye of the tiger. So yeah, this was at number one for about six weeks, I think. Um, And on my YouTube channel, I'm going to do a video soon of things that got to number two. And there's two songs that I loved that got to number two, which were both kept off number one by this track. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, it was a hugely successful song. So moving on from that, we come to someone who I think at one point was your favourite artist of all time, wasn't she? Yeah. So we're listening to Adele, and it's the title track from the Bond movie Skyfall. Stand to face it all. 
the sky fall when it crumbles. Yeah, we yes, will stand tall. Face it all together. So yes, Skyfall from Adele. I that's probably one of my either my favorite or my second favorite Adele song. Okay. I just I, like, I just enjoy singing it. I think it might actually be my favorite Adele song. And here's the weird thing. You know how much of a Paul McCartney fan I am, don't you, Adele? Yeah. Up until Skyfall, my favorite Bond theme was clearly Live and Let Die. That was And then Skyfall came along and I think it's the best Bond theme. And I can't, as a McCartney fan, it hurts to say that, that there's something better out there. But Skyfall's a fantastic song. Really, really good. It's got um, all of the... Except that. It's got all of the tropes <laughs> of, a, of a classic Bond song. Apart from... Ballad. Except some interpolation of the Bond thing, yeah. Well, I mentioned earlier the film Pretty Woman and... It's the only film on here I think I actually picked two tracks from. Uh, the first of which was King of Wishful Thinking by Go West. Well, this has been a good ride so far. The first three songs that like, you really liked. Yeah. This is going to end up being your favourite I actually CD considered so doing far, this for a, that song for a talent, talent competition before I realised my partner, called Evie, um, she didn't know didn't it. Know did it. <laughs> I know. So you, we went to a different you, song. You've never seen the film Pretty Woman and there's no reason why you would. It's a 15. Okay. Fact, maybe that's one of the films I could put on the list of things that you should see when you turn 15. Okay. The next track is, uh, in the 1980s, there were three songs that were released, all with the same title. And on my view, this is by far the best of the three songs with the same title. From Back to the Future, which you have seen, it's the first one of these films that you've actually seen, I have picked The Power of Love by Huey Lewis and the News. Four so far. You don't have to sing them, you yeah. know. Um, um, I uh, have a story about this song. Go on then. Uh, when I was in year three, we did a um, our school did class assemblies, and uh, once a year, each teacher 
would write a script, a half an yeah. hour assembly, where the kids would act, like, the different parts, and there would usually be one or two songs related to the subject, and in year three, our subject was love, because we were doing it on either the day before or after Valentine's Day, or yeah. possibly even Valentine's Day. Um, so our teacher picked love, and we did that song as our song, and it was fun. So to let you into a little secret, what we often do with these recordings is I end up, where, where you're actually listening to the clip of music, very often we have just listened to the track itself uh, because Joel can't remember what was necessarily on it. We haven't done that yet. This is the first one where we're actually going to be pausing our record to listen to the song because he can't remember it. And it's there's a nice little link back, actually, to the Paul Heaton CD from our last recording in that the Beautiful South covered this song and had a hit single with it. And it's Everybody's Talking by Harry Nielsen from the film Midnight Cowboy. I'm going where the sun keeps shining Through the pouring rain Going well the weather suits my clothes Banking off of the northeast winds Sailing on the summer breeze And skipping over the ocean this is the first song so far that's a meh. It's because you don't know it. It's no, a very short like it. song. It's only about a minute and 50 seconds long. It's actually quite a quick listen. Yeah, I, I, I still find it boring. I really love Harry Nilsson's voice. Um, and one day I will play the song Without You, which he sings incredibly well. Why but I do me? prefer the Beautiful South version of this song. Um, Jackie Abbott sings it, and it was one of the first things she recorded with the Beautiful South, and it sounds brilliant when she sings it. It's, I think it's a robust song, but it's not for everybody. Midnight Cowboy, I've never seen the film. I've also not seen the next film we're going to look at either, but I have heard the song many, many times, and we used it as our theme. We are finally getting to that Phil Collins song, and it's... From the film Against All Odds, and it's called Against All Odds. Take a look at me now. Not as good as the first four, though. Are we, are we back on solid ground, then? Yeah. Yeah, good song against all odds. Put your feet on solid ground, put your feet on solid ground. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> we, we literally got to watch the premiere of that in the youth, uh, in the um, New Day. That was the New Day theme this year. Phil Collins doesn't have come in for a lot of stick as a solo artist, which I as some of it is a little bit justified, maybe, but... He could. He had 
a real talent for a hit single in the 80s. And this was brilliant. This also only got to number two. And so it may well feature in my number two video that I do on my YouTube channel. So number seven on the list really is probably one of the most famous movie songs of all time and needs no introduction. Yeah, it's a it's a cracking song. Although Ray Parker Jr., who recorded Ghostbusters, was actually sued by another artist that we've already heard a song from. Who? Huey Lewis. So th this song is remarkably similar to a song by Huey Lewis in the News called "I Want a New Drug" from the Sports album, and they sued him over it. I mean, it, it and. Oh. I don't know exactly what was agreed in court, but because it's a non-disclosure thing, but effectively they won. And then a year later, they had their own movie hit single with The Power of Love. Our next track comes from an album that was, for a while, the best-selling album in the world. And it was vying against... Fleetwood Mac's rumours for this for quite a while until Thriller came along by Michael Jackson and just blew everybody out of the water. And it's from Saturday Night Fever and it's the Bee Gees' How Deep Is Your Love. When you come to me on a summer breeze Keep me warm in your love Then you're soft and And it's me you need to show How deep is your love is your love Okay. Is it above meh? Yes, it's above. Oh, so, so predominantly, <laughs> it's only been one meh so far. That's yeah. good. How deep is your love? I think it's, it's fantastic. It's, so there's quite a few BG's tracks on this soundtrack album, but I think that's the best one. Well, we're cracking on through this now, and we're returning to a film. This is the only film I think I picked more than one track from, mainly because the soundtrack's awesome. So it's Pretty Woman again. And this time it's also a track that I didn't realise was written and recorded prior to the movie wanting soundtrack songs. Although I don't think it was released on anything other than the Pretty Woman soundtrack. And it is rock set, it must have been love.
Cause you must have been in love But it's over now It must have been love But I lost it somehow Thank you <laughs> Good or not? I like that one So we've had ten tracks There's only been one met Everything else you've kind of liked I suppose it's I suppose it shows the benefit in variety. The next track comes from an 80s classic, The Breakfast Club. It was a huge hit in America. Uh, got to number one for this band, which was Simple Minds. And it is Don't You Forget About Me. in and we've only had one met and I think the more you listen to that song the more you'd actually learn to like it so cracking on we have our second pick where I did not realize the song was written for an album that wasn't the soundtrack I thought this song was purely written to the soundtrack uh, it's the cardigans singing love fool which is used in Romeo and Juliet Romeo and Juliet related. It's a love song. It's a, it, you don't love me anymore type thing. It's not saying that. It's say that you love me. Fool me. Go on and fool me. It's it's actually, it's, it's a standard love song, really. The bit at the start, it said, I you don't love me anymore. The bit at the start. Oh, my dear, I'm facing the problem. You love me no longer. No longer. I know that. Oh, well. <laughs> how is that Ro Romeo and Juliet? Well, how well do you know the story of Romeo and Juliet? Isn't there an attempt for other people to try and um, either fall in love with Juliet or be with Juliet or to be with Romeo? Paris. Well, there we Paris. go. Maybe it's related to that part of the subtext. I mean, it's an odd version of the film. But why is it a girl singing it? Because it's a soundtrack song. It's not a musical song. It's a soundtrack song. So and she never... And also... Look, it's a Baz Luhrmann film. And Juliet, ne Juliet never loved Paris in the first place. You know what? I've never actually seen Romeo and Juliet, the actual play. I know it. I know the story. I've, I've done the first half in... in well, I've played... Stagecoach. I've played the balcony. I've played Juliet I played the in the dad. balcony scene. <laughs> I, played, I played Juliet's dad in my first ever Capulet. performance at, sta at Stagecoach. Uh, that seems to be nostalgic. Well, that was from Romeo and Juliet. It is a love story tragedy, and it just... Well, it's a good song. I mean, you like the song. We haven't even talked about whether or not you like the song. Yeah, I like the song. Good. Kind of. Not really. 
Is it a meh all of a sudden? Sort of between meh and like. Oh, God. Okay. Gradations of meh. It's the second worst one so far. Okay. Well, I don't know whether you'll like the next one or not. Um, It's from This Is Spinal Tap. And the track is Tonight I'm Going to Rock It Tonight. Okay, I like yes, that. Yes, But it seemed, you said it was a rock song. Yes. It seemed more like a rock and roll song, no, like Elvis that, Presley it's, style. It's closer to a metal song, that is, than it is a, um, a rock and roll Elvis I Presley I would have style. always considered like Green Day and... Um, That's pop punk. So the film This Is Spinal Tap is a spoof documentary about a band, Britain's uh, loudest band on tour in America called Spinal Tap. And they're all actors, but it riffs on so many rock and heavy metal genre things from the 80s, and it's a brilliantly funny film. One of the things about the songs on this CD is that an awful lot of them became award-winning songs. In many cases, they were either nominated or even won the Oscar for Best Song. And the next one won the Oscar in 88, 89, I think. It's Carly Simon's Let the River Run from Working Girl. Let the river run. Um, you're going to mare, aren't you? It's, or you're going to say you dislike mare. it. It's my second mare. Okay. I, it's slightly better I, than the first I, mare. I really personally love Let the River Run. And I can see why it won the Oscar, personally. But you say mare. You've known the next song for quite a while, and often we sing it around our house, given the fact that we own two of these little creatures. It is Tom Jones singing... What's new, Pussycat? What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Pussycat, Pussycat, I've got flowers and lots of hours to spend with you. So go and bother your cute little Pussycat nose. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you, yes, I do, you and your pussycat know. This one's weird, but I like it. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was written by Burt Bacharach and Hal David in the 60s for the film What's New, Pussycat. It's... It's a ridiculous song, really, isn't it? Yes. But you like it. That's the main thing, isn't it? We're sticking with 
Burt Bacharach on the next track. Now, he wrote many songs with Hal David. We listened to one on the Deacon Blue Generation Mix episode. Mm. But they partnership kind of fell apart at the end of the 60s and beginning of the 70s but he still wrote stuff and he also won another oscar working with a fellow called christopher cross for the film arthur which is called arthur's theme better known as the best that you can do Man, I like for that one. Oh, it's got to tip into an I like. It's such a joyful yeah, song. Yeah, I guess. I like I say, won the Oscar for Christopher Cross and Burt Bacharach. The next track, actually, in a funny way, harks back to our very first generation mix, which was The Beatles. But it's not a Beatles song. I mean, Beatles did have movie songs. They actually also got Oscar nominated for movie songs over the years, you know. What we're looking at is The Ruttles and the film All You Need Is Cash, which actually you're probably old enough to watch now. I think it's a 12. And I I could have picked any track from the Ruttles soundtrack. They're perfect pastiches of Beatles songs, but the one I picked is Double Back Alley. Okay, I spent most of that listen through trying to work out what Beatles song he was ripping off. And? And I finally got it uh, when it got to, like, about the, the end chorus. of the chorus. The end of the chorus. Yeah, and? Penny Lane. Yeah, it is, it is most ripping off Penny Lane. So, yeah, if we'd have carried on listening to a bit more, you'd have heard the rip-off... <laughs> yeah, the rip-off of the piccolo trumpet part, yes. But it's not just Penny Lane that's in there. Yeah. So there's a reference to the character of Father O'Malley. Yeah, so it, hark, it harks back to Eleanor Rigby and the character of Father Mackenzie writing the words of a sermon that no one will hear. So that whole Father O'Malley thing is a bit of a... The interesting thing about it is they were all written by a guy called Neil Innes. And the, there was a TV show called Rutland Weekend Television, which was him and Eric Idle from Monty Python. And they invented this band, the Ruttles, which were a total rip-off of of the Beatles, a past complete parody of the Beatles. Okay. And they were given the opportunity to make a film called All You Need Is Cash. He locked himself away with uh, like a pen and a paper and wrote all of the songs in the soundtrack without listening to any Beatles songs, purely from what he remembered Beatles songs sounding like. It's an amazingly brilliant and clever parody anyway, 
But in and of themselves, they're great songs. And then when the Beatles did the anthology series, he brought the Ruttles back with archaeology and kind of even ripped the fact that they were doing that, where they kind of included tracks that they didn't use in the film. I mean, it's... The Ruttles in and of themselves were a cracking little band, but they were very much a Beatles pastiche. And you can identify where they've drawn elements from. There's, there's one on archaeology called We've Arrived and to Prove It We're Here, which sounds a little bit like it's got Back in the USSR and Sergeant Pepper Back together. Back in the USSR. It's very, very clever stuff. Something you really ought to listen to is the Ruttles, but you'd never have a Ruttles daddy's introduction to because there's not enough material to warrant yeah. it. So track 17... I watched this film probably when I was your age and I really, really loved it. Although when I've watched it since, you think it's a bit slower. Dolly Parton, 9 to 5. Working 9 to 5 What a way to make a living Barely getting by It's all taking and no giving They just use your mind And they never give you credit It's a great song. I like Dolly Parton anyway, and I'm thinking... She's also might... kind of cowboy Well, it is. She's a country artist. So, listeners, you might have gathered that we don't always just stick to artist compilations. We sometimes do these thematic ones. So I'm thinking of doing you one of country songs. There'll be a couple of Dolly Parton songs on there, like probably Jolene and Jolene. I Will Always Love You. Jolene. Yeah, Jolene. See, you know Jolene. it. He's you... been my nickname for the entirety of year seven from Kai. Yeah, it's like an <laughs> It was one of our concerns about call calling you Joel, Jolene. actually. Move on, we're on to track 18 on this compilation. And this is from an animated film. It's from The Prince of Egypt. And this is Michelle Pfeiffer and someone I've never heard of, Sally Dworsky, which is interesting. She's Michelle Pfeiffer is best known as an actress. So this is really taken from the film soundtrack. It's When You Believe. I really like this. <laughs> when the kids start singing, it's fun. It's a it's a really powerful song, actually. And we were listening to this probably in the car, this CD. And I the music in of when you believe, plus when you visualise what you've seen on the screen of them crossing the Red Sea, it's amazingly powerful song it actually kind of gives me a bit of a welling up kind of feel when I listen to this song I think When You Believe is an yeah. amazing again I think this might have won the Oscar so I said that The Power of Love probably prompted this CD and I'm not entirely sure if that's true or if it's actually the next track that's on here because I was thinking how would I ever do Joel a Daddy's Introduction CD that has got 
I've Had the Time of My Life on It by Bill Medley and Jennifer Warnes. And the answer is by doing this. pleased you really like that one actually it's one of the ones for so it's from dirty dancing it's one of the ones i thought maybe you wouldn't be keen on but mm. the thing about most of the songs on here is that they're practically indestructible yeah and whilst they're associated with a movie they live outside of it in and although it also catapults you back into when you watch the movie not that you've seen most of the things on here the next film is robin hood prince of thieves now that, in my opinion, is not a good film. Kevin Costner plays Robin Hood and manages to walk from the south coast all the way to Nottingham in the space of an afternoon. <laughs> you couldn't drive it in an afternoon. Um, but what it did have in that film is a record-breaking song. Okay. So Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. Look into your eyes. an awful lot of people in the world who don't or at least in the uk that was at number one for 16 weeks straight whoa i know in the days when downloads were not even a distant dream yeah the, or indeed streaming wasn't a dream and and radio play had nothing to do with the charts that was number one for 16 weeks purely on physical sales of the single whoa i know we're at the end. We're at track 21. Uh, it's been an enjoyable romp so far. I wonder if we feel like at the end that we'll have ruled the world. You light the skies up above me A star so bright you blind me yeah, yeah. Don't close your eyes Don't fade away Don't fade away 
That was so corny. Oh, it wasn't very good, was it? Well, <laughs> you said, that wasn't one of my better puns. You said it could be a highlight, and this song is the highlight of the album, though the movie isn't. Really? Yeah. Your favourite track is Rule the World by Take That, of the whole run-through. Apart from maybe When You Believe. What? I didn't expect that. I really didn't. I thought it would be Skyfall. We're good. Oh, good point, actually. I forgot about that. <laughs> all, those three are the battling all, out all, of the top three. All the Power of Love. No, it's not the Power of Love. Interesting, but you don't uh, like the film Stardust. I hate the film Stardust. I thought it was quite good fun. I didn't like it. Why? I don't know. I just found it boring. The action, I found the action. Oh, no, but all those the ghosts f- are hilarious, isn't it? Well, that's the 21 tracks that I put on this compilation of movie songs. We've had two that you thought were less, I think, which was... Everybody's talking and let the river run. But all the rest you kind of quite enjoyed by the sounds of it. Yeah. Does that mean I'm going to get an easy pass on the next phase of the podcast? Jaws Revenge! Um, I don't know, though you have seen the film. Okay. So you're picking a film song as well? Yes, I'm picking a film song. Keeping, keeping the thematic of the entire thing. So, okay. Yeah. Both of the songs that I would have picked were from the same film okay and i decided to go for my preferred one which is to the favorite to my favorite one which is what's up danger from spider-man into the spider-verse okay So that was um, What's Up Danger by Black Caviar and... Blackaway. Blackaway from Spider-Man and Spider-Verse. What did you think? I really didn't like that. Uh, That's the one of the worst Joel's Revenges you've subjected me to. That's really, okay. really not my type of music at all. Okay. Are you well, disappointed? Yeah. I'm disappointed. I thought I was going to get a I, good one. Okay. I've decided I probably should have gone with the other one because well, I, I definitely think you will have liked that more. No, I, 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 but that, I'm surprised you like that, that so much, but then it's inextricably linked for you with the scene in the film that's your favourite part. Of the yeah, film. I always vision him. And that's what good movie music does. So I don't like it, but if it works in the scene and you envisage it when you're I've, listening I to it. I envision him jumping off the side yeah. of the building. And, then, but, it shows that, like, in the scene, it, he sh- it shows he's still not perfect because, like, his hand still sticks to the glass and he breaks the glass behind him on the right. building. And it's really cool. And it's all slow-mo. And he goes well, the, film, the film's all right. I didn't dislike the film, I have to admit. So that concludes episode 13 of Generation Mix. Movie songs. Yeah. Listen out for our 
usual musical clue at the end of the episode, which will give an indication of what we listen to next time. I promise it's not going to be blindsiding people like the uh, Phil Collins bit we just did for this one uh, will have done. It will be very much the artist we're looking at. We're going back to a CD of a particular artist. Remember to tell people about the podcast. We're available on pretty much everywhere now, I think. Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. We've both got YouTube channels, which we would love you to come and subscribe. Pock and Rop on YouTube. Look that up. That's P-O-C-K-E-N-R-O-P. But you'll find a link in the description, the vid, the uh, podcast description below. Uh, Joel, you are? I'm Fox Eating Nuggets Gaming. I Again, there'll be a link in the description of the podcast. Or just search for Fox Eating Nuggets. I'm sure you'll find it. Yeah. I think I am the only Fox Eating Nuggets. So until sure. next time... This is Generation Mix signing off. Bye. Bye. Generation Mix. Generation Mix.